Hello, Mishkan. This is a strange one. Rabbi Lizzie and Rabbi Stephen both had last weekend off, so we scheduled our new musician-in-residence, Rabbi Micah Shapiro, to lead services. But after flying into town just to see us, Rabbi Micah got sick. Rabbi Dina wrote a drosh to deliver last Friday. I read it. It's lovely. But she also coincidentally fell ill. Thankfully, Rebecca Stevens stepped up. Rebecca is Mishkan's Director of Strategy and Design. She spoke from the heart on how it feels to live through this time of violence and sickness. Whenever truly terrible things happen in the world, I think to myself, maybe I should try being religious. <laughs> it seems helpful. It seems like it might steady me. At the very least, it seems better than trying to make meaning out of all of this on my own. This week, really, this afternoon, I had the rare opportunity to put that vague idea into action. As I mentioned at the top of Shabbat, and in the middle, and if you're joining us now, you know, we are down four rabbis, and I am our fifth string rabbi. So I opened the Torah portion and got ready for some Torah to help me out of this mess. Here is a condensed version of what I read. God says, if you follow my laws and faithfully observe my commandments, I will grant rain so that the earth shall yield its produce and the trees their fruit. I will grant peace and you shall sleep with no fear. I will cause vicious beasts to withdraw from the land and your enemies will fall before you. I will walk among you. I will be God to you and you will be a people to me. But... If you will not listen to me, if your soul rejects my laws, and if you do not carry out my commandments and break my covenant, then I will do the same to you. I will bring upon you illness that fills the spirit with grief. Those that hate you will rule over you, and you will flee even though no one pursues you. It goes on like this for quite a while, threatening, among other things, our children, our future descendants, the structural integrity of our buildings, and our taste buds. Quote, you will eat your food but will not be satisfied. And that, my friends and fellow congregants, is why I feel like religion does not speak to me personally. <laughs> Reading this, I muster something between exasperation and fury. This is some old-school, ancient curse, mafia don, possibly right-wing fanatical god shenanigans. Not only that, but the text goes out of its way to say, if you still walk with me only by chance or walk contrary unto me, then I too will walk with you only by chance and walk contrary unto you. Religious only by chance is by far the best way to describe my wandering into a spiritual community. And I suspect I am not the only one here who feels this way. There's no room for ambiguity. God only has bad things planned for me. Taking a step back and squinting at the text, I can see that perhaps the point of it is just a little bit less literal. All of the table pounding is simply to make the point that our actions have consequences. What we do matters. What we put our time, energy, and belief towards adds up to the greater world that we inhabit. And all we have to do is look around at the extreme weather and extreme violence to agree that our actions, our convictions, our willingness to throw ourselves into the work of the world is vital and has tremendous consequences. 
Ordinarily, I find enormous purpose in this belief in the world and my responsibility in it. I am, by nature, overconfident. Exhibit A, I am your rabbi tonight. <laughs> but I tend to believe that we can shape the world and that we can make it a more just and beautiful place. I believe that because it seems a better way of being in the world than just about any other choice we have. And yet, at the end of this very hard week, at the end of this very hard month, somewhere in the middle of this enormously hard pandemic, I am off kilter from my normal sense of self. Looking at this text, I am struck that it is not prescriptive, but rather simply descriptive. We do not believe in God. We do not follow their laws. We do not live in peace or sleep unafraid or trust our children will come home. Our buildings collapse into the sea. A pestilence rages. We are filled with grief. God has made good on their threats. And all I can think of is, okay, so now what? Any student of literature, any lover of stories will tell you that the situation always changes. Something always happens. So what is next? And more interestingly, what do we do? I don't have a satisfying answer to this. I am but a fifth string rabbi. <laughs> and I haven't read all that much further in the book. What all of this makes me think of is the decidedly unreligious text, Angels in America, by the Jewish playwright Tony Kushner, and the blessing that one character asked for near the end of the play. Prior, the character's name says, I want more life. I can't help myself. I do. I've lived through such terrible times, and there are people who live through much, much worse, but you see them living anyway. I don't know if it's not braver to die, but I recognize the habit, the addiction to being alive. We live past hope. If I can find hope anywhere, that's it. That's the best I can do. It's so much not enough, so inadequate. But bless me anyway. I want more life. As we head into Shavuot, the celebration of the revelation of Torah, a vision for a world reimagined. May we all find hope to bring with us. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Replay is a production of Mishkan Chicago. Our theme music was composed and performed by Kalman Strauss. You can always see where and when our next service will be on our calendar. There's a link in the show notes. And if you appreciated the program, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I know you've heard it before, but it really does help. On behalf of Team Mishkan, thank you for listening. Thank you.